Well, hello there. Welcome to the Fountain Podcast with Gloria Hennessey. I hope you're all doing well. Please do stay safe and don't forget to always wash your hands. The coronavirus is still out there, so please do stay safe. And also, I might sound like a broken record. Please do wear a mask. And I really appreciate everyone for staying, for listening to my podcast. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for allowing me give you value and thank you for choosing to stay with me. Oh my God. <laughs> It's been a really long time, okay? <laughs> Permit me to really, really say that I've missed every person who listens to me. Yes, I've missed everyone. I'm so sorry that I'm just coming back here after a long time. I think it's, I think it's, um, it's been a month and some days since I came here. A lot of things I've been doing, actually, from attending um, a class, an academy, voiceover to... Um, finding out the new niche for me and you know, a lot of work being put together it's been it's not been easy but we're going there strong you know we're getting there uh, bits by bits but the best part of it the best part of it is you all made it to 994 please thank you so so much for helping me out to where i am today um god bless you so much for listening to it okay so we are still on the book who my cheese by the amazing dr spencer and I stopped at where the story ended, but I've not finished the book and I hope you've read through the book. I hope you've been able to listen to the book and you've been able to get one or two things from the book. Okay. So if you don't mind, I would love us to continue from page 30, where the discussion that they continued amongst the friends who came to have a you know, nice discussion. So Michael told the story, but now it's time for Michael to finish the story and tell them how the story has helped them in his workplace uh, and other people too so are you ready let's hop in okay so um a discussion later that same day when michael finished telling the story he looked around the room and saw his former class his former classmates smiling at him several thanked him and said they got a good deal out of the story nathan asked the group what would you think of getting together later and maybe discussing it? Nathan asked the group, what would you think of getting together later and maybe discussing it? Most of them said they would like to talk about it and so they arranged a meet. They arranged to meet later for a drink before dinner. That evening, as they gathered in the hotel lounge, they began to kid each other about finding their cheese and seeing themselves in the maze. Then, Angela asked the group, good-naturedly, So, what were you in the story, sniff, scurry, hem, or whore? Carlos answered, well, I was thinking about this this afternoon. I clearly remember a line before I had my sporting good business, when I had a rough encounter with change. I wasn't sniff, one. Didn't sniff out the truth is <laughs> english can be very very annoying don't mind me the truth is i didn't want to deal with the change i didn't even want to see it michael who felt um no time had passed since he and carlos were close friends in school asked what are we talking about here buddy carlos said an unexpected change of jobs michael laughed you're fired well let's just say i didn't go 
I didn't want to go out looking for a new cheese. I thought I had a good reason why change shouldn't happen to me, so I was pretty upset at the time. Some of their former classmates who had been quiet in the beginning felt more comfortable now and spoke up, including Frank, who had gone into the military. Him reminds me of a friend of mine, Frank said. His department was closing down, but he didn't want to see it. They kept relocating his people. We all tried to talk to him about the many other opportunities that existed in the company for those who wanted to be flexible. But he didn't think he had to change. He was the only one who was surprised when his department closed. Now he's having a hard time adjusting to the change he didn't think should have happened or should happen. Jessica said, I didn't think it should happen to me either, but my cheese has been moved more than once, especially my personal life. But we can get to that later. Many in the group laughed, except Nathan. Maybe that's the whole point, Nathan said. Change happens to all of us. He added. He added. I wish my family had heard the change story before this. Unfortunately, we didn't want to see the changes coming in our businesses. And now it's too late. We're having to close many of our stores. That surprised many in the group because they thought Nathan was lucky to be in a secure business he could depend on year after year. What happened? Jessica wanted to know. Our chain of small stores suddenly became old-fashioned when the mega store came to town with its huge inventory and low prices. We just couldn't compete with that. I can see now that instead of being like Snape and Scurry, we were like him. We stayed where we were and didn't change. We tried to ignore what was happening and now we're in trouble. We could have taken a couple of lessons from Hall because we certainly couldn't laugh at ourselves and change what we were doing. Laura, who had become a successful businesswoman, had been listening but had said very little until now. I thought about the story this afternoon too, she said. I wondered how I could be more like Hall and see what I'm doing wrong, laugh at myself and change and do better. She said, I'm curious, how many here are afraid of change? No one responded, as so she suggested. How about a show of hands? Only one hand went up. Well, it looks like we've got 100 person in our group, she said, and then continued. Maybe you'll like this next question better. How many here think other people are afraid of change? Practically everyone raised their hands. Then they all started laughing. What does this tell you? Oh, sorry. What does that tell us? Denial, Nathan answered. Sure, Michael admitted. Sometimes we're not even aware that we are afraid. I know I wasn't. When I first heard the story, I loved the question, what would you do if you weren't afraid? Then Jessica added, well, what I got from the story is that change is happening everywhere and that I will do better when I can adjust to it quickly. I remember years ago when our company was selling our encyclopedia as a set of more than 20 books. One person tried to tell us that we sh should put our whole encyclopedia on a single computer disk and sell it for a fraction of the cost. It could be it would be easier to update, would cost us so much less to manufacture and so many other people could afford it, but we all resisted. Why did you resist? Nathan asked. Because we believe that we believed then that the backbone of our business was our large sales forces who called on people door to door. Keeping our sales force dependent 
depended on the big commissions they earned from the high price of our product. We had been doing this successfully for a long time and thought it would go on forever. Laura said, maybe that's what he meant in the story about him and Hall's arrogance of success. They didn't notice they needed to change what had once been working. Nathan said, so you thought your old cheese was your only cheese? Yes, and we wanted to hang on to it. When I think back on what happened to us, I see that it's not just that they moved out, out sorry, they moved the cheese, but that the cheese has a life on its own, of, of its own, and eventually runs out. Anyways, we didn't change, but a competitor did, and our sales fell badly. We've been doing, or we've been going through a difficult time, and now another big technological change is happening in the industry, and no one at the company seems to want to deal with it. It doesn't look good. I think I could be out of a job soon. It's Mace time! Carlos called out. Everyone laughed, including Jessica. Carlos turned to Jessica and said, It's good that you can laugh at yourself. Frank offered, That's what I got out of the story. I tend to take myself too seriously. I noticed how hard changed when he could finally laugh at himself and at what he was doing. No wonder he was called whore. The group groaned at the obvious plays of words like, <laughs> Angela said, Sir Angela asked, Do you think that Hem ever changed and found new cheese? Elaine said, I think he did. I don't, Corey said. Some people never change and they pay a price for it. I see people like him in my medical practice. They feel entitled to their cheese. They feel like victims when it's taken away and blame others. They get sicker than people who let go and move on. Then Nathan said quietly, as though he was talking to himself. I guess the question is, what do we need to let go of and what do we need to move on to? No one said anything for a while. I must admit, Nathan said, I saw what was happening with us, with stores like ours in other parts of the country, but I hoped it wouldn't affect us. I guess it is a bet it's a lot better to initiate change while you can than it is to try to react and adjust to it. Maybe we should move our own cheese. What do you mean? Frank asked. Nathan asked. Sorry, Nathan answered. I can't help but wonder where we would be today if we had sold the real estate or the real estate under all our old stores and built one great modern store to compete with the best of them. Laura said, maybe that's what Hall meant when he wrote on the wall, savour the adventure and move with the cheese. Frank said, I think something, I think some things shouldn't change. For example, I want to hold on to my basic values. But I realize now that I would be better off if I had moved with the cheese a lot sooner in my life. Well, Michael, it was a nice little story. Richard, the class skeptic, said, But how did you actually put it into use, into use in your company? The group didn't know it yet, but Richard was experiencing some changes himself. Recently, he separated from his wife. He was now trying to balance his career with raising his teenagers. Michael replied, you know, I thought my job was just to manage the daily problems as they came up, when what I should have been doing was looking ahead and paying attention to where we're going. And boy, did I manage those problems 24 hours a day. I wasn't a lot of fun to be around. I was in a rat race and I couldn't get out. Laura said, so you were managing when you need needed to be leading. Exactly, Michael said. Then 
When I heard the story of who moved my cheese, I realized my job was to paint a picture of new cheese that we would all want to pursue. So we could enjoy changing and succeeding whether it's a, whether it was work at work or in our lives. Nathan asked, what did you do at work? Well, when I asked people in our company who they were in the story, I saw we had every one of the four characters in our organization. I came to see that the sniffs, scories, hem and haws each needed to be treated differently. Our sniffs could sniff out changes in the marketplace, so they helped us update our corporate vision. They were encouraged to identify how the changes could result in new products and services our customers would want. The sniffs loved it and told us they enjoyed working in the place they rec- that recognized change and adapted in time. Our scories like to get things done, so they were encouraged to take actions based on the new corporate vision. They just needed to be monitored so they didn't scurry off in the wrong direction. They were then rewarded for actions that brought us new cheese. They liked working in the company that valued action and result. What about the hems and the haws? Angela asked. Unfortunately, the hems were the anchors that slowed us down, Michael answered. They were either too comfortable or too afraid to change. Some of our hems changed only when they saw the sensible vision we painted that showed them how changing would work to the advantage. Our hems taught us that they wanted to work in a place that was safe, so the chain needed to make sense to them and increase their sense of security. When they realized the, the real danger of not changing, some of them changed and did well. The vision helped us turn many of our hems into holes. What did you do with the hems who didn't change? Frank wanted to know. We had to let them go, Michael said sadly. We had to let them go. We wanted to keep all our employees, but we knew if our business didn't change quickly enough, we would all be in trouble. Then he said, the good news is that while our holes were initially hesitant, they were open-minded enough to learn something new, act differently and adapt in time to help us succeed. They came to expect change and actively looked into it because they understood human nature. They helped us paint a realistic vision of new cheese that made good sense to practically everyone. Alright, so it's a long read today and I hope you do enjoy it. Alright, so we continue tomorrow from page 34 and... Was it tomorrow? Oh, sorry, on Monday. (laughs) And I guess that's going to be the end of um, the beautiful book. I'm really sorry it took a long time to be able to do this, but I hope you do enjoy it. All right, from me to you, it is I love you. Do take care of yourself. I still remain your beautiful host, G to the L O R N Y.